Yes, Jesus, we give you our praise and we cry out to you. Lord, would you teach us to seek after your name. Lord, to seek the glory of your name first. Lord, would you teach us and lead us what we hear from you in worship and just throughout this morning, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Stars say, find their way at the sound of your great name. Oh, condemn, feel no shame at the sound of your great name.
Your name is great, Lord Jesus. We give you the glory this morning, and we thank you, Lord. Amen. And you may be seated. At this time, I want to invite you guys to the communion tables, To if you didn't get them on the way in, to please grab a cup. Uh, the communion tables can be found on the sides and in the back. And if, for those of you who are joining us online, uh, please go ahead and grab what you may have set aside for communion this morning during our worship. You know, in a couple of weeks, we're going to kick off our fall series entitled be a blessing. And there are so many significant ways in which you can do such in such way. And we're going to hear about a handful of them that are significant and very impactful. And throughout the gospel, Jesus teaches his disciples of the impact and the heart behind it all of being a blessing. And as we see in the beginning of John 13, the setting is what is known as the Lord's Supper. And, of course, Jesus wants to, he wants to demonstrate something to the disciples that they never saw coming. And so, in fact, the Bible says what he was about to do, it says, he had now shown them the full extent of his love. What are we talking about? Well, it was the, the, just before the Passover feast, and the meal was being served. And, of course, it's Jewish tradition where they would have washed their hands in fact, twice, before the blessing and the meal. So there would have been water and a basin in the room. And of course, the, the disciples were most likely conversing at the table when suddenly Jesus backs off from the meal, removes his outer clothing, wraps a towel around his waist as it drapes down, walks over, pours water into a basin, and begins to wash the disciples' feet. I would imagine that if there was a conversation going on, it must have suddenly stopped, right? I mean, no one's saying, pass the bread, please, at this point, surely. But what he was doing was he was demonstrating what it is to be a blessing to others, no matter who you are. In fact, he even says this in verse 15 when he says, I have set an example for you so that you may do to others as I have done for you. Now, that's huge because what it signifies is that not only are we cleansed by him, but we are fully loved and fully blessed by him. Amen. And so it means that we are neither above from serving others and neither above from being served. Will you stand with me this morning as we remember what he did for us? 
And the great thing about this is that his full extent of his love didn't stop at the table. It continued on to where he died and did the ultimate sacrifice, the greatest love as he defines, and that is to lay down his life for us so that we may be cleansed and saved before God's throne. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your blessing. We thank you for leading the example of what it's like to bless others. And Lord, we just remember you now for your sacrifice in which your body and blood was poured out for us. In Jesus' name, in your name, amen. You may eat and drink. strong and perfect plea, the great high priest whose name is love, whoever lives and pleads for me. My name is graven on his hands, my name is written on his heart, I know that while in heaven he stands. Can bid me this depart. No tongue can bid me this depart. When Satan takes. 